Entering the dark bar, I was somewhat startled to see a completely naked dancer on stage. I was no prude and had been to some clubs in New York, but total nudity was a unique attraction that I'd not experienced. Jay went to the bar and ordered two drinks that ended up being beers. Leaning over the bar, she handed the female bartender fifty dollars and said, Junior, ahora por favor. The barmaid slipped the money in her jeans, which was the only place she could put it, as she was topless. She looked at Jay for a second, left the bar, and headed through a side door. Who's Junior? I asked. I see you speak some Spanish, she said. Junior's a dealer working for a man who has a dislike for one. I've used Junior before, and he knows I'm undercover. I keep him well paid, and he's never let me down. The semi-naked bartender came out the door and nodded for us to follow her. Frankly, I would have been happy to stay, watch the dancer, and let Jay have the meeting. Except I was a partner, and partners must sacrifice. Behind the door, we entered a big room resembling something from a Tony Soprano show. Instead of Polly and the Goombas, we found a three-hundred-pound Latino dressed in a shirt that was so gaudy it defied description. He raised his head and said, ¿Quién la cogida es usted? Roughly translated, this meant, Who the fuck are you? Jay pulled off the wig, and Junior's eyes went large. He jumped to his feet and moved across the room faster than a man half his size. Grabbing Jay, he literally began to cry. He held her away from him, looked at her, and with tears running down his face, said, Dios la bendiga me, las ángel no está muerta. As I understood this as, God has blessed me, the angel is not dead. He held her close and cried some more, as Jay hugged him tight and said, Junior, you know I would never leave you. You're the special man in my life. Junior laughed, and then appeared to see me for the first time. This is another special man in your life? I only want you to myself. I guess I would kill him now. I was really getting tired of people making snap decisions if I should live or die. This is my partner, Jay said, and I don't ever want anything to happen to him that you may control. Usted entiende, mi amor? Translated, Jay said, Do you understand me, my love? But the chill in her tone stated her meaning. I read you, my angel, Junior said, as he extended his hand to me. Anyone Jay says is okay is definitely good with me. I would have given him my name, but, frankly, I wasn't too sure who I was supposed to be. Based on this lack of knowledge, I decided to be the silent partner. Junior motioned for us to sit on a couch as he reclined in a chair, which protested loudly as he lowered his girth. The topless bartender came through the door and put a bottle of Don Julio on the table. Jay poured three shots, and we all made a silent toast to whatever people toast when they don't talk. As the tequila burned its way down my throat, Junior looked at Jay and asked, My angel, what the fuck went wrong? One minute I hear you are living the high life with Juan, the next minute I hear you and Carlos had a shootout and that you are both dead. I was happy Carlos was gone, the prick. But my angel? I cried when I heard the news. And now you are here with me, and my life is good again. Jay leaned over and touched Junior's face. Thank you, my friend, for your tears. I see a lot of shit in many places, and it's good to see some people are still good friends. She leaned back and continued to speak to him.
Juan and I were in New York, and he started to act strange. Little things, like making phone calls in the other room to be sure I couldn't hear him, yelling at me for nothing, and more anger than normal. I suspected my ship had sprung a leak, and I jumped quickly. My sources verified that someone was giving Juan information about my other life. Therefore, I set a test to see if it was in or out of the office. Unfortunately, it was in the office, and Carlos found me. My partner here shot Carlos before I found out anything else. She quickly looked at me and said, But I'm damn glad you did, so don't read that the wrong way. I smiled, but said nothing. I was the silent partner. My training as a therapist helped me see when people play roles and pretend to be someone other than who they really are. In this case, I was playing the silent partner role very eloquently, since I no longer had any idea who I really was supposed to be.